It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a Scottish Cup quarter-final Saturday. Hearts and Celtic meet for the second time in four days, this time with a place in a Hamden semi at stake. It's the only domestic trophy that's evaded Ange Postacoglu so far. Well, the Jambos have lost three of the last four finals. Inverness are already through after beating Kilmarnock. Rangers Wraith to come tomorrow and Falkirk are competing the picture on Monday. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me in the studio you have Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans I think we should strap ourselves in And be prepared for absolutely anything at Tynecastle Who can ever forget the last time these two sides met there 4-3 Celtic, game decided by Greg Taylor And influenced along the way by VAR Kevin Clancy, the man in the middle today I think he's in for a busy afternoon Absolutely It's a huge afternoon For both sides Always something special When you get to this stage Of the competition And Hamden Is in sight The semi-final stage Just round the corner So much at stake For both sides Winner bust For both of them today Can't wait Yeah I echo what the boys are saying I think everybody's Looking forward to this one Packed time castle Great atmosphere Two teams that went Head to head In Wednesday night Celtic coming out Comfortable 3-1 winners But this is cup football Looking forward to it already building up to kick-off. Let's go to the capital. Let's go to Tyne Castle. Roger Hanna is alongside Gabriel. Thanks, Gordon. And yes, of course, this is a replay of Wednesday's league meeting where Celtic did run at 3-1 winners. This time round, there are two obvious but major differences. We are in the fiery atmosphere of Tyne Castle. And, of course, it's knockout football. We will have a winner here today, one way or another. Let's get on to the big team news regarding both sides. It's positive for Celtic as they name arguably their strongest 11 Jota, Hatate and more are back in for the hoops but for the Hearts it's more of a mixed bag some players have made it such as talismanic playmaker Barry Mackay though top scorer Lawrence Shanklin has not been deemed fit enough to make the score that's undoubtedly a huge blow Robert Snodgrass has also not made the cut let's stick with the hosts then go through their team Robert Nielsen rested some players midweek he makes three changes to that side Devlin, Atkinson and Forrest all drop to the bench Kingsley, Smith and Mackay come back in Shankland and Snodgrass are still missing, as I said, along with long-term absentees such as Craig Gordon, Liam Boyce and Craig Halkett. Alex Cochran is only fit enough for the bench. We think it's going to be the 3-5-2 formation that we saw in midweek. It could switch to a back four at times. As you know, it's always fluid with Nielsen's men. In goal, it's Xander Clark, a factory of James Hill, Toby Civic and Kai Rolls. Michael Smith will be right wing back with Stephen Kingsley on the left. Andy Halliday's pushed inside the centre midfield along with George Grant and Orestes Kjort Matoglu. Barry Mackay will play just off Josh Janelli who scored at Parkhead midweek. Substitutes, Stewart, Atkinson, Devlin, Forrest, Cochran, Nielsen and Kuol. Only seven substitutes named for the Jambos. And what about when Ange Postecoglou makes five changes to that side from four days ago. Fullbacks Anthony Ralston and Alexandra Bernabe dropped from the bench along with O'Reilly and Abada. Dyson Maida is injured. In comes Johnson. Hatate, Jota and Hatsibanovic. The team is in 4-3-3 formation. Joe Hart's in goal. To back four of Alfred Johnson, Cameron Carter because Carl Stahlfeld and Greg Taylor. Captain Callum McGregor's in the base of midfield with Aaron Moy and Rayo Hitate in front of him. Jota will be on one wing. Said Hatsibanovic on the other and Kyogo Furahashi leads the line. The substitutes.
Bader, Turnbull, Kobayashi, oh, Iwata, Burnaby, O'Reilly and Ralston. The referee here is Kevin Clancy. Willie Collum is the VAR and I am delighted to say I'm joined by Roger Hanna here at a raucous Tynecastle Park. Now, Nielsen was speaking yesterday. He said his side must utilise the crowd behind them. Get in Celtic spaces. So we know, Roger, that the hoops are flying. They've won 12 in a row. They scored five goals in both of their previous cup games this season. Is it a simple case of Celtic joining in Vanessa Hamden Park next month with too much firepower or the Jambos have a much bigger say in today's affair despite their absences well we're watching Gabriel it is without doubt the pick of the fourth quarter final fight it's got a little bit of everything Celtic have won the League Cup they're going to win the Premiership this trophy is now huge to Antipostacoglu as he goes for a first treble but it's just as big for Robbie Nielsen Gordon mentioned at the top of the show you know Hearts have lost three of the last four Scottish Cup finals including two to Celtic they'll feel they one, they lost at Celtic Park in controversial circumstances, at least in Robbie Nielsen's eyes in midweek. Uh, they will give it everything they've got. I just wonder if they've got the personnel, particularly in the final third today, Gabriel, to, to match, as you were saying, what Robbie Nielsen's words yesterday. No Shanklin, no Snodgrass, no Humphreys, no Oda, as well as half a dozen of the long-term casualties, including the likes of Craig Gordon, Craig Halkett, Liam Boyd. I think this is a big ask for half the time. No one yet decapitated. It's not a day to lose your head. No, it certainly isn't, Roger. We cannot wait for this one, Gordon. Kickoff is just seven minutes away. What jumps out from the team news, Mark Wilson? Um, well, obviously the Hearts team news. Then big absentees. We thought midweek that a lot of them were getting rested for this one, particularly Snodgrass and Shankland. Those missing for Hearts is huge for Robbie Nielsen's side. For Celtic, as much as I expected. Probably the only one I'm surprised at, Haksabanovic and for Abada, but he showed when he came on the other night just the ability that he has and his ability to change games. Celtic might need something like that today, although two prominent attackers are out for Hearts, they're still resolute and Celtic might just need somebody like Haksabanovic to open the door for them. Haksabanovic has not started a game for Celtic since the 12th of November, Gordon DL against mm. Ross County. He scored, <coughs> incidentally, 11 appearances off the bench since it's not a bad game to get the nod from the start again he's been patient you've got to say that but also you've got to say he's full of quality he showed that the other night when he came on terrific goal if that doesn't give you confidence nothing well I'm not surprised he's went with Haxabanovic I like him a very strong midfield as well that's a powerful looking Celtic starting 11 football is littered with examples Hugh of when you think circumstances aren't going in your favour you, you produce the shock and, and vice versa but I, I think putting the, the sort of luck or chance element to one side Robbie Nielsen would have much rather been able to call on Lauren Shankland and Robert Snodgrass today without doubt this is a Hearts team remember who have lost their last seven meetings against Celtic on the bounce and they needed all the help that they can get but the loss of the captain Shankland also a, a terrific goal scorer for Hearts is massive Snodgrass wealth of experience of occasions such as these another terrible blow for Robbie Nielsen but complacency as Sir Alec Ferguson once wrote in his book is a disease and if Celtic get complacent and think that because Snodgrass is out Shanklin's out and there are a host of players who have been long term mm. injury victims then they will suffer but this is Ange Postacoglu. He doesn't do complacency. He doesn't do assumptions. And he has picked a team which he believes will take him into 
the semi-final draw on Monday night that said Roger Hanna I suppose other teams at the moment they can only really cling on to the odd glimmer of hope try and take some positives Celtic just don't lose many games there's not there's not many case studies of, of what you can do to beat this team in recent times if you're Robbie Nielsen are you hanging on to the fact that there was no Shankland during the week there was no Snodgrass this was at Celtic Park which you would imagine is a harder test and yes they lost at 3-1 but again if you, can you cling on to anything did, did they make life difficult enough for Celtic that they they can try and take some of that into today yeah I think it's all he's got to cling on to Gordon because the list of injuries stretches into double figures it's a major step back perhaps to be without all of the players mentioned and you touched on the word complacency I don't think complacency is ever anything that's been levelled uh, and of course called Lewis Celtic side um, many times have we said in this show during the season they seem to take turns at being the star man for Celtic if, if it's not Piogo then it's Jota if it's not Jota it's Etati I think Aaron Moy came in for great credit at the time Greg Taylor as you mentioned at the top of the show scored the winner the last time here in that incredible 4-3 game I just have a feeling Haksabanovic after the goal in midweek He's going to take his chance this afternoon, and I think the front three of Haksabanovic, Kyogo, and Jota might just be too hot perhaps to handle. What does the Tynecastle factor do to this fixture, though? Yeah, listen, it does label it out. There are three sides of this great stadium packed out with the maroon. There's the Celtic supporters right behind the goal. There is a tremendous atmosphere. Sometimes, Gordon, you know yourself, you find these lunchtime kickoffs, and they can start a little bit flat. This is not one of those games. This will be fever pitch from the first whistle and I think Robbie Nielsen he might be missing players but the ones he does have at his disposal he will have fired up let's hear from both managers quickly yeah, look, there's, there's no doubt they've got, they've got great players to be honest with you and even you know when it gets to what, 60 minutes 70 minutes and I thought we, we did we contained them very well but you know they make five changes in those kind of advanced areas and it brings that renewed energy it is a cup game and um I said the nature of cup games is that both you know, sets of clubs and players and everyone knows that you know there's, there's, there's either progression or you're out of the tournament. So with that context, you know, it, it always means that games are, are a little bit edgier than, than um, you know, normal league games. And you know, even within the context of the game, you, know, you rarely see you know, blowouts one way or another because... As you can hear, here come the teams at Tynecastle. Gabriel and Roger can take us up to kick-off. Yes, Gordon, Carol McGregor and Xander Clark leading the two teams out here in the sunny capital city. A cracking atmosphere. Uh, the Celtic fans in the stands to the right of us have a sign-up saying it's not going away, you know. And that's the way it feels with Ange Postman's side. They just keep winning 12 matches in a row. They are absolutely flying at the moment. Progress here, and another trip to Hamden is the next step in Postacoglu's puzzle. They won't admit it, Roger, but all of their eyes now are on this treble, and it starts here today, doesn't it? Yes, of course it does. And you're looking at Inverness, as the boys said at the top of the show, already in the last four. Polka career will be in the last four as well. Celtic will believe if they can get past half in this huge challenge at Tyne Castle this afternoon that they will be much much closer to the Scottish Cup much much closer to the first treble of the Ange Postacoglu arena look away to my right hand side a spectacular colourful pyro display by the Celtic fans in that stand behind the goal this is going to be as we said the pick of the quarterfinals and I, I think it will go off right from the first whistle yeah it's fever here 
Uh, the, the Hearts players just taking the pitch. It looks like a sellout as well, Gordon. It's going to be a cracking atmosphere. We're talking about Hearts as well. As you said, they've made three of the last four Scottish Cup finals, not winning any of them. Robert Nielsen has a fantastic record in this competition. He will want to at least make the final again, and if not, go one step further. Uh, the two captains just talking to referee Kevin Clancy at the moment, deciding uh, which way they will play, perhaps which way the penalties will be taken, if that's what it takes, because it could go all the way here today in the quarterfinal uh, as Callum McGregor heads over uh, and starts the huddle for his team. Uh, Roger, just talking about Hearts here, can it be a positive, how flexible they are? It might be a five at the back, it might be two up front, one up front. Is, can that make it difficult, more difficult for Celtic to defend against? It possibly could, give. I think the key area, as ever, is going to be in the midfield. You know what you're going to get from that Celtic midfield. McGregor, Hattati, Aaron Moyes back in the team today. Where, however hard play, whether they go with the three at the back, whether they go with the four in the back, they need to match the energy, they need to match the running power of that Celtic midfield three. Because that would include the League Cup final against Rangers a couple of weeks ago. That's where Celtic build from, that's their base, that's where they can win games from. Yeah, certainly is. Hearts fans just applauding uh, the home fans behind the goal there. Quick run through of the teams once again. The hosts, 3-5-2, Xander Clark, James Hill, Toby Seager and Kai Rolls, Michael Smith, Akiot Matoglu, George Grant, Andy Halliday and Stephen Kingsley with Barry Mackay, Josh Nelly up front. The visitors, Hart in goal, Johnson, Carter Vickers, Stalfelt and Taylor defenders. McGregor, Moy and Hatate in midfield, Jota, Kyogo and Haxabanovic up top. Aaron Moy stands over the ball and we are underway at Tynecastle. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. Scottish Cup quarterfinals don't get much bigger than this Hugh Keevans Hearts yeah. against Celtic in the capital is always one of the standout fixtures in Scottish football when you add the jeopardy of cup exit to it it has got all the makings of a classic hopefully it lives up to it and you also have the dimension of Ange Postacoglu going for a treble which would elevate him Oh, and Celtic almost take the lead yeah. inside 30 seconds down the left-hand side. Cut back, Rail Hatati swivels and strikes it ferociously, but beaten away by Xander Clark. Celtic are already taking the corner here and pressing forward very quickly before they spoil this for us. Uh, what's your prediction, Hugh <laughs> Uh Well, oh, Callum McGregor now fires one over. Quick, before we get a goal. If Shankland had been playing and Snodgrass had been playing, I would have sw- been swithering, but... I think Celtic now. Yeah, come on. Celtic by 3-1. I'm the same as Hugh. When I came in here today, I thought this could resemble the game early in the season. High scoring could go any way. I would have still fancied Celtic in recent form, but because of the omission of those two, mm. I think it'll be an easier day. 2-0 Celtic. 3. There we are. We'll find out as the afternoon progresses. 3, three for who? <laughs> ah, well played, you. Yeah. you have to say though, what a what a start for Celtic in terms of territory and chances and all that sort of thing. But um, Hearts will be happy to have hung on in there early. And here, oh, here oh, goes it's a major again. mistake that from Rose. is it Kai Rose has dived all the way mm. out to Jota for some reason, and we do have a goal already in the Scottish Cup quarter final. Goal flashes. 
with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Seems crazy to say that with a minute and a half on the clock, the goal had been coming. Jota <laughs> down the right-hand side. Kai Rolls misses it, squared across, and Aaron Moy side-foots it beyond Xander Clark. A dream start for Celtic and a nightmare start for Hearts. Well, you're absolutely correct in your choice of words. A nightmare but beautifully constructed and well taken by Moy, who has become such an important player for Celtic. The point I was going to make earlier on, this is Ange Postacoglu going for the treble that would elevate him to the level of a Jopstein, Brendan Rodgers, a Martin O'Neill. And I'm sure in his deepest subconscious, he would like to do that. But the start that his team have made have shown that they would like to do that for him. They've come out of the traps quicker than you, Zan Bolt, Celtic. Absolutely unbelievable. Down the left-hand side for the first one, Hatate, great save. The warning signs were there. And then Jota plays a ball in, and Mark and I look at each other. As much as everybody's thinking the ball would be in the back of the net, it's a terrific finish. Yeah, what a finish. I mean, we'll pick out the positives. Jota gets the head up, he's run that full pelt, sees Moy... Celtic bodies in the box the finish is unbelievable in the half volley the bad bit for Hearts I don't know what Rose is thinking about there everything's in front I was trying to think you watched the game the other night and there were a lot of times when the Hearts central defenders were asked to be brave and step into areas because you know that Celtic rotate all over the place I'm struggling to see how that would have been part of the plan no certainly not I mean the ball is as simple as it comes it's in front of Rose he goes to step in to affect Jota and just Misjudges it And Jota's in behind him With acres of space Once he gets here That's the difference with Celtic mm. though Once they get in those positions The quality that they've got To pick the pass But the finish is unbelievable The biggest the, Sorry Gordon The biggest problem about it is When Hearts line up With the formation of Three and two wing backs The three centre backs Do not like being dragged Into those areas So the wing back And the left centre back Have got to get Those bases There's a heavy old tackle Josh Ginelli One that you expect Almost in this type of Atmosphere early on And truth be told You you get what Kevin Clancy's doing You try and keep a lid On it early But in in 15 15 minutes time It's a booking That's a booking it's yeah, got to be a booting It doesn't matter if it's Four minutes in or 15 no, no, listen, A booting's a booting I get that What I'm saying is You, you just see refs do it sometimes Whether it's right or not I don't think he did book him No he didn't That's what I mean no, But yeah. in, if that's got 24 minutes on the clock Rather than four Yeah He, he, he would have booked him wouldn't he You would have to get a player Decapitated at Tynecastle <laughs> For there to be a booking For a Hearts player You've been desperate To get that line used <laughs> And you've waited Four and a half minutes Well done um, Aaron Moyes Seventh of the season in particular uh, After the new year I think he's got five Since the end of January So he's, he's absolutely flying Aaron Moyt For someone that started So He's got to try and word it better Poorly Because he, he was getting up to speed He makes a game here look so easy Now I, I just watched him there Just dancing around A couple of Hearts players Getting his head up Picking a pass out He makes everything tick For Celtic at the pace he wants to And that's quite impressive To stand out when you've got McGregor And Hatati mm. either side of you because they steal the show. And is this the analyse this for us defensively, Mark? Is is that the problem for Hearts if if you go and make a misjudgment and you're then all of a sudden all scrambling back the way, it's very hard for anyone to hang out and, and, and take care of Aaron Moy because you're all bombing back towards your own goal. So it's easy for, you know, Kyogo to, to yeah. go front post or whatever he did 
and Aaron Moy and whoever else just to almost queue up just naturally as a defender when you see a winger go to cross the ball it's like a magnet you get sucked towards that area the six yard mm. box there's very little you can do but but if you're Moy, already there and you're set then you can then you can, oh you can come out and everything's front facing you see it in front of you but if you're running back and you're you're unset like cars mm. you're in trouble is there any reason you've gone for a Hearts Maroon jumper this afternoon? By the way, it's been bothering me since the show started. I know. I must when admit. I came in, someone mentioned to me. Andy I'll be mentioned to me. He's got a holiday in the back. <laughs> By the way, you've got to ask Halliday what he said to Rosier because the camera oh, went on mouthful, him, wasn't it? And you could see Andy having a go, and quite rightly so, playing quite high up actually. What he said to him was, "You're going to be my howler of the week on Super Scoreboard." Oh, Monday. I don't think he's in on Monday. In, oh. un- in unrelated news, he just texted me. Uh, two minutes ago My <laughs> <We> sock <laughs> yeah, I can't make it Monday uh, I've gone for 64 Don't let me down Andy Kiss a badge Off you go He Limp deserved it. the start today Have to be said I know we like to Give him a bit of stick Mark But he deserved his the start ball, His ball the week, uh, Midweek was Midweek Taylor made Superb I, I thought he was good You know for For Hearts in that position Coming up against Abada Is never easy But You could tell The experience Andy's got See every time Hearts got the ball And he just Slowed it down Pick passes made things look simple and then he's ball for the goal terrific well I said that last night uh, Mark it, it was more Andy Robertson than Andy Halliday uh, mm. fantastic cross uh, small victories I don't know if Robbie Nielsen will be too delighted about it but the settling in a bit Gordon I mean I know it's like I say um, I know seven minutes on the clock for goodness uh, sake no if I was Robbie Nielsen I'd still be a bit concerned I'm a bit concerned I watched it on Wednesday night Hearts flood a lot of players over to the position where Celtics get the ball and Celtic are brilliant at playing out and killing them and taking a lot of players out of the game. You've seen it, I think it was for Kyogo's goal, when Jota got uh, the ball played into Moy. There were about five Hearts players tried to cram that space. One pass killed the five of them. I've watched Hearts again today. They're doing the same tactic. I think that's dangerous when you get the quality of Hatati, Moy, Jota and McGregor I to play I can't three. believe that you just mentioned Andy Robertson, Mark Wilson's gaffer, and you yeah. didn't even wish him happy birthday. I know, I know. Sorry, I missed the opportunity. Happy you, birthday. P45 Boss, will be yes. on your desk. Yeah. Monday morning. <laughs> Many <laughs> happy returns. What did you get him? Oh. Um, well, I'll tell you what, because I'm listening to It's your best pals on Thursday. That's right, we need to set up something, Gordon. No, 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 no. What present did you get him? <laughs> present? Oh, no. Could you I tell you? He doesn't need much, though. What? You need quite a lot. You need he everything. doesn't need anything. That's true. I need everything that goes, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just grateful for anything that comes well, my that's way. that's good. I'll, remi- I'll remember that then. Uh, on Thursday night, <laughs> anyway. Eight and a half gone. Hearts nil. Socks. Celtic won. Aaron Moy's goal inside two it minutes. Is the, the biggest cliche in the game, of course, but the next goal is so important because if Celtic score it, that there will be no way back for Hearts. But the Hearts are just looking for something against the run of play, against all expectation. Aside, weakened by the loss of vital players, but they have to be wary of Celtic going even further in front. I think, Mark, you always like to throw these generalisations out as if we can draw conclusions, but it hasn't actually mattered. Celtic have done the unknown thing for them in recent times and gone behind twice in the last two games. They've gone behind yeah. to St Mirren, gone behind to Hearts, obviously won them both, but there usually is a feeling that if they if they take the lead early. You're in for a heck of an afternoon. Well, when was the last time, you know, that happened that they went ahead and they were pinned back? It very rarely happens that they then go and lose the game, especially this team. So 
you know, Hearts in a whole load of trouble at the minute, and it doesn't look like easing up. I know you were saying their Hearts have come into the game, strung a few passes together, but Celtic making it look so easy mm-hmm. at the minute. Another corner kick here, Moy about to take. Yeah, right into the danger area, and it's not usually you'd see Kyogo out jumping people in a crowded penalty box, but he does, he just doesn't really get the direction on the header. I think yeah. what's fascinating, sorry, I was going to say for me with the formations, Hearts. 3-5-2 and it certainly looks like that with Mackay mm. and Ginelli up front seeing the face of that you'd think the midfield three for Hearts are Grant Halliday and Keogh just going up against Hitati McGregor and Moy and letting the, the wing backs take care of jo- it's just not as easy as that because of the movement yeah. of the Celtic team and the full backs how they come in and they overload that midfield great tackle from Alistair Johnson mm. just takes off the toe of Barry Mackay as he looked to skip away from him but that that's the thing isn't it Mark that's what I was alluding to earlier where Hearts at times early managed to find solutions the other night because I know it's brave and it's risky but you might need Kai Rolls Stephen Kingsley whoever it is to just go into an area that they're unfamiliar with and pick up whoever it is that, that's came in there Yeah. but once you go in and get it wrong oh, then you're in deep you're trouble you're bust that's it yeah the full plan's bust so those fine moments you need to get right against Celtic even early on in the game going to file that one under ambitious from Jota I didn't really think the shot was on Andy Halliday blocks it and it goes out for a throw in they're certainly in the front foot. Um, they look right in the mood for this. You can get a feeling for your team after five, ten minutes. And Celtic, they're knocking that ball about. Their movement, rotation, they're causing hearts all sorts of problems. They're dragging players out. They're leaving spaces for other runners. They're comfortable on the ball, but it's really well done. Yeah, it hearts well it done. Hearts stuck with his task, robbed Hatati of it, um, and hearts do well to win it back. But I suppose that that though, Gordon, in a sense is the disheartening thing isn't it because we'll just on. it back again Kingsley's the man that gives it away this time on oh. Hearts are in all sorts of trouble Aaron Moy though uh, the ball to him a bit too heavy as Greg Taylor arrives and it's pinballing around everywhere Hearts players are blocking each other from trying to get to Jota Hearts are all over the place absolutely all over the place they're making mistakes they're not picking up runners and when you don't do that against a team that Celtic's quality and the the mood that they're in, they're loving this mm-hmm. time castle. People say, "Oh, it's going to be difficult." It's time castles. Hearts have got three ends of the, the the stands, and it'll be a great atmosphere. Celtic fans look like they're absolute uh, players. Sorry, look like they're loving this. And that, that's what I was going to say before the the attack happened. There, you're talking about oh, Celtic looking the mood early on, and mm. you get a feeling for them in those last two games that we've spoken about, St Mirren and Hearts. They didn't necessarily look in the mood early on, but they've still got more than enough, and that must be the, the disheartening thing for opponents. Yeah, that's that's a worrying thing, because you look and you think, right, it's important if you're playing against Celtic. Let's go off to a good start like Hearts the other night there. Let's go off to a good start and see if we can you know, really build ourselves into this game. But when you see that Celtic midfield, full-backs, wingers, Kyogo's movement come towards you time after time after time early on in the game you start to think well this could be yeah. problems for us I don't know if this counts for anything at all Mark Wilson I do just remember that that day that 4-3 remember Celtic did take the lead early that day through mm-hmm. James Forrest yeah. um, and it was only really as we got to half time that Hearts managed to swing the game quite quickly back in their favour yeah. um, before Celtic pressed on so um Got to be a test of Hearts mentality as well. I you suppose can't, you can't roll over now. Thirteen minutes gone of a cup quarter final at home. Yeah, it's a good point because the game took a similar uh, fashion that afternoon. The difference is they had Shankland in the side that day. Did Snodgrass play? I believe that day as well. 
real quality to get them up the pitch. Now, it took them a wee bit of time to get there. But I look at Ginelli, and I wonder if Ginelli's more a, a wide guy than a through the middle. To be fair, I mean, he has been playing there of late, but I do take the, the point. And, and Mackay, now Mackay's a terrific player, but, you know, again, is he better in wide areas than, than just off the striker? So they certainly had more that day, Hearts. But they find it incredibly difficult to get anywhere near oh, Celtic's back four. Interesting sequence of passes there. Cameron Carter Vickers picked out Haxabanovich with a beautiful ball. And then Haxabanovich, with all the space in the world, just lobbed it into an area where nobody was standing. That, that's the problem, Hugh, and that's why I'm touching on. If you play a three at the back against Celtic's three forwards who play wide, your two wing backs get caught. Do you go up high? Or do you sit as a five? And the minute Smith went up high there, the ball mm-hmm. got played. He stood there. There's not a person because centre halves do not like getting dragged into their positions. I'm very surprised that, and I'm not telling Rob because he's a far better coach manager than I'll ever be, but I'm very surprised that you go with a, a three and try and put your two wing backs high up the pitch against Celtic. I think that's disaster. It's the first time I've ever heard you put yourself down. I know, incredible. I, I had to say I think that. We I, I don't, that but, and within myself, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's in a job, so I've really <laughs> not an argument. A rare moment of self-deprecation. <laughs> so almost too easy for Celtic. You know, Joe Hart is just watching the game like the rest of us. Uh, but we get so much possession, not yet having fashioned a second chance to follow on from the goal. They're comfortable, Hugh. They've, they've started well. Every player's had that usual get a touch, feel good about it. Their movement's good. Hearts are hearts are just clinging on just now for me. Um, if Celtic to score another one, this game will be anything they want to be. Yeah, I was just waiting. Um, there was one a moment, Mark, sorry, where Aaron Moy actually got it and probably had more space than he thought he did. That, yeah. it's, it's actually been that type of start so far. Um, where he you know, kind of checked back when he, he perhaps he didn't have to yeah. of course and that's what's surprising me because again I'll go back to it three central midfielders you think someone will be next to Moy someone will be right beside him no space but the Celtic three seem to have as much time as they want only because the full backs and the wide guys are dragging the other midfielders out of position I'm looking at Grant there Grant has to go between Taylor who's narrow out to who was at that side Haksabanovich and he's having to sprint 15 yards to cover the ground Incredibly difficult to to keep that up for you know a, a long period of when time. When Haksabanovic fluffed his lines and booted it straight through to Xander Clark, I was yeah. waiting on uh, Ange Postecoglou becoming another GIF. Did you see that during the week? Yes, I did. He had to be told what a GIF is. Do you know what a GIF no, is? No, I have no idea. I read the expression. I have no idea what it means. Does the Nokia the Nokia doesn't do GIFs? So no. you can um, right. Someone out there, there is your challenge. You can can we turn Hugh Evans into a GIF <laughs> at some point just so that we can show him. <laughs> uh, exactly what it is What does GIF actually stand for? Does anybody know that? I could make something up right, Go for it Well I don't think it's that stands necessarily for anything no. is it? No Is it not just is a Acronym? No Oh it is No Graphics interchange format there you Apparently go. Did Chris know that? Producer Chris What? Well to be fair I'll have a look him aye, aye, thing he, he does look the type of guy that would know that <laughs> so I'll take that Hearts in Andy Halliday cuts it back across and it's cleared away by Greg Taylor. Andy Halliday's now lying face down right in front of the Celtic fans who I'm sure will be saying, Hi Andy, good to see you pal. I'm glad that you're doing okay. I hope you have a nice weekend. What, what an opening that was for Hearts. Worked it well. 
you know, for once it was a Hearts midfield that had a lot of space. Andy makes a good so run off the back. Great run. And what he really needed was is it Barry Mackay there just coming in at penalty spot. He needed him to make that run more convincing than he, he actually do you know, did. Do you know something? That's where they'll miss Shanklin today. Especially, they won't get a lot of those chances. But see someone that's got that instinct round about the box, mm. they're then the positions. That was a let off for Celtic. Andy played the right ball there. Terrific run. But there was not a, a, a striker who had the sort of a. You know, that's that's the way they operate in the box to go and make that movement. Came about quite problem. easily, Mark. Yeah. Fair play to Hearts. But Aaron Moy was the one this time on the flip side. He stepped into an area where he wasn't really doing much, didn't affect anyone. The ball got slipped down the side of him. Halliday went into the box. Don't usually see it. Don't usually see midfielders run off the Celtic midfield without anybody tracking them. But they just literally took their eye off the ball. Moy did. And. Andy had plenty of space Got rushed a wee bit With a cut back But I think he's still done enough To cut it back into a good area And Hearts need bodies in the box Just to Put that in Goal was gaping And a bit like the, the Celtic goal Moy Plenty of bodies in the box And Moy finishes from Similar area I think Celtic got Loads of possession But not the intensity That they started with And the Hearts have been Gradually Inching their way back in Yeah Hearts will be I mean <laughs> As encouraged as you can be to be one down after 19 minutes at home, Gordon, obviously it's not a good start, but at that stage it looked like Celtic could absolutely run away with this early Dan, on, and they still might, but it just yeah. hearts have found their feet a little bit. You've got to try and find a way to slow Celtic down, especially after the start. They come out the blocks brilliantly, Hatati forces Sander Clark into a terrific save, get the goal and you think, ooh, this could be a long afternoon. But they've, they've used a bit of experience, Hearts have slowed the game down a little bit, they've created that wee chance themselves, taking a bit of confidence from it. But I don't think Ange Postacoglu will be standing in the touchline too worried just no, now. I don't think so. Um, free kick to Hearts, sort of just inside the the Celtic half. I'm entirely sure of what Kevin Clancy saw Mark Wilson to be honest but I think he saw Keo falling over um, and <laughs> claimed that Moy had tugged him but he certainly didn't anyway Celtic deal went well it was just lumped into the box maybe Hearts need to be a wee bit more creative than that <sighs> Michael Smith just about getting away with it I thought Callum McGregor had managed to nip it off him and that's just going to be a throw into Hearts it has certainly the pace the tempo it's sort of dropped out yeah. of it a bit hasn't it yeah so the, the intensity is not there Celtic started and we saw it they started as if they were going to blow hearts off the park uh, great goal from Moy but that intensity level has dropped yeah I've not really seen much of Haksabanovic in the yeah. game yet Mark I was going to say he, uh, <laughs> he's had to wait a long old time for a start can you sometimes I'm not saying he is yet I'm just generally speaking can you sometimes try too hard when these types of things come along yeah, but he's just struggling to, to find the pace of the game at the start. I, I think there is a big difference when you start games to when you come off the bench. He comes off the bench the other day and he scores a wonderful goal, but a game of this high tempo for 20 minutes, I know it's eased a wee bit, but he seems to be in a rush about doing everything. You know, needs that wee bit more composure at the minute. He'll probably pop up like with a goal yeah, in man, five minutes. Right back in Good slide from Kai Rolls, really had to make it. Otherwise Celtic were in there And I think that's going to be a free kick against Callum McGregor It's a lot better from Hearts They're getting closer You know, they're winning the ball They're trying to keep possession They're trying to play nice wee passes through the lines Oof. Forcing Celtic into a few free kicks They'll be happy that Because it's a stoppage again Slow Celtic down 
you know, play at your pace. Don't play at Celtic's pace because they're too they're too quick for you. Wonder was it Taylor that actually fouled Mackay? I wonder he's lucky to get away with a booking because he'd actually turned him, and then it was just a little tug back. I know it wasn't anything major, but stopping him. I, I think it was pack. just McGregor in on George Grant Was, was it? I thought it was Taylor's mm. little tug um, I think you're right actually because it's been taken back And Kevin Clancy did have a fairly lengthy um, Discussion about it But he's sort of set the tone quite early He didn't book Janelli He's not Can't really then book Cal McGregor And what oh. a save that is from Joe Hart Incredible oh. stop From the Celtic goalkeeper Hearts thought they had levelled I thought they had levelled I think the guys in the studio A swivel and a low Ooh. shot from Toby Sibick. Joe Hart's very unhappy at the sliding challenge that came mm. in thereafter. But the initial save, Mark Wilson. That's sensational. Because same as yourself, Gordon, when Sibick turns, swivels, half volley down to the ground. It's so low, so quick down to Joe Hart's left. I'm amazed that he got down and kept that out. The follow-up. Let's see the follow-up, actually. I think the Hearts players every right to go for yeah. that and Joe Hart does well to turn it round well, Both can be true though because he does have a right to go for it Gordon but it probably is a foul isn't oh, it when, when you see usually what Yeah because I think Joe Hart gets that Joe Hart yeah. knocks the yeah. ball out of play Yeah uh, Joe Hart gets that but I, I can understand if I was a centre mm. forward and I was playing I would probably go for that myself but you've got to go back to one thing that is a fantastic save I mean, He sees it very late Fantastic It's uh, a great effort from Toby Civic. It's okay. great because Carter Vickers Who we give praise uh, every week in this programme About defending I think he's a bit tight And it allows Civic to get that turn in Get the shot away Joe Hart sees that late It's a top, top quality save We're just revving up for our first piece of madness In this game I think uh, You know, the Celtic have gone to sleep um, Hearts are with a couple of opportunities to score uh, and we are back to that kind of game Gordon that you spoke about the 4-3 the, the, the game where it all kicked off yeah corner kick to Hearts now they sense that they might be able to find something here find a way back into the game I think the Celtic players will actually be thinking well right okay this is more what we expected to face in the opening stages we bit of pressure from Hearts Hearts fans would have certainly expected that so they've livened up, good chance, great save. And they've got another corner here. Yeah, whipped into Ooh. an area, it's bouncing around everywhere. Defending. Celtic do hack it clear. Starfelt there, Gordon just getting his foot in before the Hearts. But Hearts putting a bit of pressure on. Now, as much as Hearts will be delighted with this, right? Mm. I think sometimes if you're Celtic player, it suits you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of a sudden they're getting confident, they're putting men forward. And you've seen it many a time Celtic just play the two, three passes And absolutely open you up It is though Mark How you actually use the How you actually <laughs> use the crowd Because <laughs> well, you know, Even that you know, What a throw that is from Hill On the far side Michael Smith just drags it way out of play And that will be a goal kick to Celtic um, But Hearts need to do something like that Mark If you're going to bang on all week about Tynecastle And the atmosphere Robbie Nielsen even mentioned the Gorgie Ultras and the <laughs> difference that they've made to the crowd you need to give them reason to of course. get behind you and even that Toby Sibick he's out wide he tries to cross it it gets deflected away for a throw in but the fans loved, loved the territory and, and gave them a real boost and now here comes the challenge because Celtic are going down the right side with a tatty they just make it look so easy they're Celtic passing out the back then a, a pass that splits a full midfield through to Moyne their way Oh, it's a lovely pass into Jota, who squares it across, but it's too high. Comes to Greg Taylor at the back post, blocked off the backside of George Grant. 
And uh, I think an offside yeah, flag yeah. was up. Tati's vision, though, Mark. Frightening. We get, honestly. we can see the full picture. We've got a wide view from the camera, and I don't think any of us thought no, that's where no. the pass was going to go. He's got a wider picture than his own. He's at ground level, but he's just a fantastic player. Oh, tell me that's not the offside that got given. Yeah, oh, I think it did. I hope oh, not. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a poor decision. It certainly was. It was he timed his oh run my. to perfection. That's a bad me. decision. That that was not offside. I suppose if the ball had ended up in the back of the net, then it would get looked at and the goal would stand. Yeah. So you can sort of. Um, but it's consistent with the, yourself with that if that helps. Consistent with recent days, referees, assistant referees, very poor standard. I've got to say, see if I'm a Hearts defender there, and I see Jota running in, and I see the flag going up. I know I've been told to play to the whistle. Automatically, I would still semi-stop and kind of say, "Oh, offside." Mm. If it gets put in the net and then he's onside, it could. It must be incredibly difficult with these new rules. Even though the flag's up, just play on and play on. Especially if you had defensive point of view, just natural. It's what you've grown up with. See offside, you stop. No, 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 no. We, you, you play at the whistle. You were told we that. Waited though. You it was that delayed flag. It's just when you see it back. It's, I don't really know why he thought it was offside. But like we say, had it ended up in a goal, then it would have been checked and the goal would have stood. So, um, didn't get to that stage. Callum McGregor shows neat footwork, gets away Perfect. from Andy Halliday, mm. driving forward, now driving into an area, slips one through Ooh. and it's just too heavy for Kyogo. That's that run we, we were talking about, Gordon, on Thursday night after Wednesday night's game, Mark and I, about how clever, and I think his manager said, look... We want to start finding him a lot more. McGregor sees the run. That's a brilliant. The only thing that lets that down is the weight of the pass. The mm. movement, McGregor sees it. He knows he's going to make the run. Hearts defenders have no idea where Kyogo's going. Just the weight of the pass, our hearts were in trouble. Both sides coming into this with interesting records, respectively. Hearts are unbeaten in the last 13 Scottish Cup matches at Tynecastle. Not a bad yeah, run good. Good Last defeat that. came against Celtic In 2014 uh, And then on the road Celtic have got An even better record Losing just one of the last 26 away games In the Scottish Cup So something is going to give this afternoon And at the moment It is Celtic in the driving seat 28 minutes gone Hearts nil Celtic won Aaron Moy with the goal Celtic looked at that stage Like they might run away with it Hearts settled Had a good chance of their own Top save Double save actually From Joe Hart and now it's probably swung back the other way with Celtic looking uh, on the front foot once again. So good to say it's a good cup tie, Gordon. Yep. I think everybody would agree with that. It's exciting. It's got end-to-end uh, stuff. Good pace to it. We've already had a goal. Good chances. Good saves. Plenty of talking points. Let's have plenty more. Let's <laughs> have plenty yeah, more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this could be one more coming up now. <laughs> Yeah, there's Greg Taylor, well blocked, well marshalled, and the ball's actually going to stay in for Michael Smith to hack clear. Again, hack Zabanovic, again, just not on the same wavelength there. Usually, Celtic wide players would come inside the pitch and bounce that off a midfielder or a, a forward. He tries to reverse it, and Taylor never thought that was on. So. It's as if Ange Postacoglu thought, what a stunning goal he has scored. The third goal for Celtic mm. midweek against Hearts. He'll pick up where he left off, but he hasn't. Yeah, but he's a quality player. Um, he's not been brilliant. And remember, lads, we're 29 minutes into the game. Oh, that's an eternity. You know, <laughs> you I tell you what, Hugh, no wonder you never ever was a manager. <laughs> you had to five subs on by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Haksibanovic, to be fair, was never catching that one over Starfelt, his head, yeah. Out for a goal kick. Looked long there, Starfelt's unlike Celtic to actually just aimlessly try and go forward I'm there. interested in these ones, Mark. So Hearts are proper playing out for the back, from the back. Two players in the six-yard line. And um, it actually works Great pretty play. well this time. Andy Brilliant. Halliday goes down, challenge from Aaron Moy, free kick on the halfway line. That actually worked well that yeah. time. But you have to be brave when you come up against a Celtic side because the, the system, the play, and when you get a goal kick like that, they almost kind of force you or want you to do that and then they're after you. But you have to have good players to deal with. Hearts on that occasion did. Played it right along their six-yard line, got it out to one side and through the midfield. That's how you will get success, but we all know how hard it is to do that against this side. I just don't know about the hair. It, it looks better mm. in person than it does on the camera. How much does he pay Listen, for I'm, I'm the same. I look better in person and I do in camera. Mm. And a lot of people have complimented Yeah. Well, you heard that guy. Your nose isn't as big as what I thought it was. Right. Um, hmm. You know, I got a lot of good compliments mm -hmm. when I meet people around about. I'm just show. personally glad that you're here because when I heard the big news and sports story of, of the weekend kicking off, I thought, please... If they're looking for a silver-haired famous goal scorer from the 80s to oh, host match of the day tonight, yeah. there's only one choice. Yeah. But the phone's not gone yet. No, and I'd be sitting there now, where mm. myself or not, the paycheck's mightier. Man City legend as well, yeah, eh? The the Man City. The, the paycheck's mm -hmm. mightier. In the title race, I thought. No. Sorry. Uh, you want to desert us, would you? 100%. But <laughs> 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 I got offered more cash, I'm off. Mm. But no, I, I was I was worried, but obviously they've taken the big decision. Yeah. No big TV deals tomorrow for the game, Rangers Wraith. Oh, Phone. even Hannah's bombed me. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, phone, I'll phone you tomorrow, we'll do a preview in the Ra Rangers Wraith. I'll tell you what, and I know he's listening, I'll be waiting tomorrow to see who he goes for. And I'm telling you, I'm after him. Who's so he going to go for? He's overlooked you for he's an interview ahead of the game. He's absolutely just pied me to the side. He's got, he's got Nacho Novo written all over it. Nacho yep. Novo? Ian oh, Murray. Oh, legend. Something like that, yeah. Nacho Couple of legends. Novo. Ian Murray. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Roger, I'll phone you tomorrow, mate. Aye, just Aye, okay. me. I think, I think the fee scared him. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Roger because the game's gone pear-shaped. So uh, no, no. That's, see, that's where you're wrong. People tune in here because they want to know what's happening in the game, but they're also interested in, yeah. in you three and the colourful lives I'm that you live. Just telling you that in the meantime, the game's gone pear shaped. He says he's waiting for the big post match analysis. Nah, tell him forget it. Monday. Don't even phone me. <laughs> Absolutely not a chance. I'm gutted at that. I was wanting to see what pictures well. Roger actually put in mm. from I your was, playing days. I was telling all my family, look, buy the sun. I know you don't like the papers, but just go there and buy it. <laughs> oh, pied. Are you just <laughs> nervous in case someone scores the goal that will be dubbed the Wraith Rovers' most famous ever goal at Ibrox? Can't be. That'll never be beaten, Gordon. Especially with an armband on. Mm. You know what I mean? Never, ever got to be beat. What one are you talking about? Because I scored a few hundred. Are you talking about the cup final? Do you listen to, do you listen to the words that come out of my mouth? No. I, I just heard gold. Anyway, flashed across by Aaron Moy, away by Civic, and that's that's the difference, Mark. It's a similar area from the goal, but Hearts are in position at that point, yeah. and they can see what's happening, and they can get the body in the right place to clear it away. Yeah, they were nicely set there, but again, that movement from Celtic, you can just see that they're working that so much, getting into those wide areas and cutting it back. Oh, oh. here's Hatati though, he's through, good save, Xander Clark. Haksibanovic looks lively, save again, Xander Clark. Big chance, really could and maybe should have been 2-0 Celtic. It should have been. Yeah. Uh, great opportunity, Hatati, you were thinking. But 
I've got to say something. If you've got a chance, especially if your heart's against Celtic, to get in a semi-final, your goalkeeper's got to have a big day. Absolutely. And he's already had two magnificent saves, and both from Hatati. It was almost like it, it just wouldn't settle for Hatati to hit it sooner. He had to wait enough. and he had to get his his body up and over it and he gets in target, but that is a good save from Clark. The venue of his first ever Celtic goal, of course, wasn't it? Rio Hatati burst onto the scene. Yeah. Last season. I think in general terms, Xander Clark has been wonderful for Hearts. They're very fortunate that he was there when Craig Gordon had that awful injury. And uh, you know, uh, Sandy, tell you what, I tell you what, that's that could be a Sandy shoot for a penalty. I know Johnson when they look crosses the ball. I think Alistair Johnson doesn't make a meal of it and he gets the ball away as Andy Halliday went thundering in. He's risking, he's risking. uh, I'd like to see that again because one of those ones, two of them are going for it 50 50. Johnson gets here before the cross comes in, but there's no doubt I think Andy comes in and. Missed times that yeah. Celtic players weirdly didn't make much of a no. a meal of it, and the throne's been taken now. So I guess that's done and dusted. Um, I mean, might not have had time to get it all because that did all happen very quickly. But yeah, you'd have to assume that that's. If I was the Celtic player, player there, Greg Taylor, I'd be tying my shoelaces at the throne. <laughs> Just take my time. Oh, that shouldn't influence it, you know. I guess, but um, we'll just Here see it, it again. So it was Alistair Johnson. Make a case for sure. Yep. Uh, is uh, it because Johnson slides as well, Gordon? Or, you know, what I mean, if Johnson's on his feet and is wiped out, then it looks more dramatic. Yeah, I, I think I know what Mark's saying. When you see that at the beginning, I thought Andy was running a risk, and he is because he goes to ground. I thought that was a correct decision, Gordon. Hugh, mm. you going penalty, Hugh? No, I, I, I think it's a. A close one, but not enough to get a penalty. Oh, here comes Celtic. Hatati. Oh, oh. Like he's not often it happened. There was a lot of juice on it, trying to yeah. fire yeah. it into Kyogo. Overcooked the pass again. Um, I, I, I like Gordon's description there. A lot of, there were a lot of juice in that, Gordon. I think it was a difficult one, just the way his body was. I no, think he was. I lo- love that pass. I love it. I, I think, think Kyogo's needs got to be that, that in his pace. locker to, to control that. Yeah, but I think he was looking for a different run there for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, Hugo tries to almost step over it with his left foot yeah, and take it yeah, into his Yeah, but I'll tell you what, it shows strength. you. We've not really seen a lot of Kyogo, but see the boys, especially in the ground, they'll be looking. His movement's brilliant. Mm. It causes so much problems to defenders. You mentioned that save from Xander Clark there against Hitati. Um, a big weak Hugh, he will, barring something crazy, he'll be in the Scotland squad for sure. Yeah. Well, As it stands, he's surely got to be Scotland number one. However, well, I read to this morning Angus, Angus Gunn yeah. yeah. has now decided he will come and play for Scotland after all. Top save percentage in the Championship this season, apparently. I would imagine that his people have uh, sounded out Steve Clark to see what kind of future he might have if he switches allegiance. Um, but Xander Clark since replacing Craig Gordon has been outstanding and deserves a chance I'd agree with that I think he has been outstanding surprised that he had to wait a bit of time didn't he before he actually arrived at Hearts for whatever reason nobody else taking a bite or maybe they didn't he just didn't fancy that but I think he's an outstanding goalkeeper proved it over many years and he does deserve his chance I, I, I don't know about that Mark because I thought it was a strange decision to go to Hearts as a number two 
Um, you know that Craig Gordon would have been certainly the number one goalkeeper. But you know Craig Gordon's 13, whatever, so you got nine year old. you got to set a season on the bench. Yeah, because if, if, there's, if, if there's no leg break, we're not seeing Xander Clark. 100%. He can't go on forever, can he? So yeah, maybe but, he's but just sort of long game. That's not my point. I wish he would listen to me. So he's got to sit a year on mm. the bench. Yeah. That was my my. But he's not sat a year on the bench. He's, I know, because he's, he's Craig Gordon got injured. So there, he gambled to one. End of story. Hearts <laughs> <laughs> oh, do quite well to work that out from the back again, Mark. I mean, don't get me wrong, eventually it, it breaks down, but I don't think that was because they played out from the back. But again, on the face of it, if you've got three at the back mm. and on paper against Kyogo, you should what be able to. that? Yeah, Janelli could be in here. He takes a decent touch, but he fires it over the bar. Carter Vickers and Starfield are hoping that flag for is an up. offside flag to bail them out. It doesn't come, I don't think. Um, Oh, it's, it's yes, okay. it does. Okay. Oh, he's a yeah, mile he's off. off. He's, he's a mile off. off. And we see with his pace, he mm. does not need to go early. I think he's a mile beyond Alistair Johnson at the back. Yeah, the lines would I have been think, very close with Johnson. Had a wee look at. Uh, no, I look, think he's, he's off. off. No, he no, no I didn't know. See, this is where you dive in. I'm yeah. agreeing that he's off. Thank you. But you, you, you're, looking, you're looking at Starfield and Carter Vickers and saying he's miles. I think you've ignored Alistair Johnson. Mm. Anyway, up the other Molly. end, Jota's not off. He tries to square it across and almost into the back of his own net by Toby Civic. I think Jota should shoot there. I was going to say. Yeah. It's sitting perfectly. Okay, it's on the angle, but it's a terrific ball, terrific well, actually, run. And said Jota wasn't off. I'd like to see it again. I actually seen the replay again. No a chance. better ball, Kyogo's. Screaming for it in the middle if he just plays it low across. Oh, six I think yards anyone's has because I've seen the replay from <laughs> yeah, the other I, I angle. I think he picks the right decision. I think if he, he scores for there, it's a wonder goal. Yeah, corner kick to Celtic. It'll be Jota this time, not Aaron Moy. Oh, Carter Vickers might think he could have done better. He, he had a bit of time, a bit of space. He was a fair distance out though, and it goes over the bar. Well, Mr. Strange. Strange first half. You know, the Celtic starting so well, scoring so early. Um, Joe Hart's had to make a couple of terrific saves and the Clark also um, I've enjoyed it strange about it then well, it sounds uh, good to me I, yeah. I, I thought that uh, it would be a formality when Moy scored early on but uh, not so no I, I, I think it's, uh, it's had, cup tie, isn't yeah, it? had everything I think it's a good pace to it I think um, you know there's more goals to come good saves lots to talk about both goalkeepers having terrific save Joe Hart having a great save from Sibby um, obviously Sander Clark we're talk- talking about too tell you what Mark Haksabanovic has not had a brilliant start to this every game every time he touches it it's a mistake and here he comes off it. Andy Halliday gives it out to Barry Mackay he's just going to flash one but he's got it all wrong straight to Joe Hart and a bit of a let off for Celtic. Haksabanovic felt he was fouled. I don't know if you, any of you buy no, that. No, I think he's he's misplaced the pass, and it's one of those. Please give me a foul here. But on the, the flip side, for Hearts, Barry Mackay, if you've worked it up to the eighteen yard mm. box and you're Barry Mackay, you've got somebody one and one. Why would you not go Can at them? Mm-hmm. And he, he chooses the easy options. A poor ball. I, I've got to agree because when I coached him, I used to say, "You've <sighs> got to be positive in the final third. Be positive." Honestly, coached him at some Easter camp in two thousand and seven. <laughs> yeah, for six weeks. Let me tell you. And the boy, have, have a look at where to the give boys, him a certificate at the end. Of it. Look at where the boys' careers go. The Gordon DL coaching school certificate. Every time I well, meet Alistair him, Johnson's he, a is a graduate, of course. He'll, he'll yeah. have one as well. Every time, time I meet him, he goes Gaffer. You were great. All right, I'm sure he does. I bet he doesn't even know who you are. Oh, shit. Everybody knows who I am. 100% he wouldn't. 
The woman in the checkout and Asda knows who I am. Oh, you're never out there, are you? Stephen Kingsley comes in field, just tries to make something. Oh, that's a heavy one. That. that is a very heavy one. I actually think Alistair Johnson might have almost hurt himself. Fair, yeah, and, oh, maybe slipped into to Keogh. No, he didn't. They both ended up colliding with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Just get on with yeah. it. Yeah, it's allowed to happen. Contact is allowed to happen in yeah. the sport with it slowing everything down, analysing everything. Both of them went for the ball. I think you've got to say, I know Mark's argument about the first tackle in four months, but I think the referees handled the game well. It's been a good pace, there have been a couple of good tackles that we've looked at, Halliday's for instance, that one, they're coming together there. I think I think he showed maturity mm-hmm. and experience here, the referee, I really do. See the, the one with Andy Halliday, right, and, and Johnson. Johnson crossed the ball. The difference for me, see if Johnson just flicks that round him to go on the other side. That is a penalty, 100%. But because I think Johnson has actually crossed the ball and it's went into the box, it's somehow deemed that that's not a foul. You can quite clearly see the contact. So Do you think the ref was wrong? Yes. I feel like I'm standing next to Robin Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> With my heart's jumping I'll tell you what I've been in trouble That looks like a wee fresh trim Robbie's had I was through his press conference yesterday yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a fresh one himself. For the big game this morning Well oh, played Janelli Comes out and rolls Starfelt Who now has possession of it And and that's where Janelli needs help Because I think he does terrific there To roll Starfelt But he needs bodies round about him Taylor, Carter, Vickers Swooping on the, the loose ball Really quick and the dangers away. Hearts need bodies closer. Oh, nice, nice over there from Hitati. But I, I think Kyogo's got to, yeah, he's got to be on his toes there. I think he's flat footed. Doesn't see that. I think that was the one, you know, mistake that Kyogo's made with his movement. He should be oh, able oh, to. Oh, Andy Halliday oh. thunders in on Alistair Johnson again. Just a throw in this time, I think, is it, or did he give the free kick? Has Kevin Clancy decided not to book anyone for the day? Is that? I don't that's, think that's, that's a booking here. We're overreacting to a lot, aren't we? If, we we can't have it. We can't have it always. We can't moan about. You know, I don't. I don't mind that. I think Andy got a bit of the ball there. He's his left foot and his follow through just took Johnson out. But that's that's fine. You're allowed that. You know, uh, it's exactly what fans want to see without going over the top. So it's no no point in standing off Celtic players and letting them do their thing. Andy obviously realizes he has to get close to him. I think he's lucky to get off of the. The penalty kick shout. Here comes Alistair Johnson. It's low. It's away for a corner kick. Kai rolls. This man's not quite like that go, is he? Mm, I know. I, I just, I just think there's they're tackling in the game, and I thought the referee. Oh, oh, oh magnificent! Oh, and we've got another one of these at Tynecastle. Goal flashes with Clyde built home improvements. Arsenal, Celtic 2 and it's Kyogo again what a season this man is having in front of goal and you talk about good times to score bad time to concede if your heart's 44 and a half minutes on the clock Celtic take the throw in quickly Aaron Moy, Alistair Johnson hearts don't get out it's flashed across and a back heel flick beyond Xander Clark from Kyogo cheeky, confident and it puts Celtic 2 up Player of the Year uh Everyone loves a goal scorer And in Scotland there is no goal scorer Like this guy uh, It's a wonderful cross from Alistair Johnson Who grows more impressive by the week In a Celtic jersey A tremendous finish from Kyogo And a psychological killer 
for hearts. It's terrible from hearts. It's absolutely terrible. See when you stand off Celtic and just watch them play the ball about. They've got to punish you. What a finish! Half time at Tyne Castle. Let's speak to Gabriel and Roger. Yeah, half time here, and it is two nil to Celtic. Aaron Moyes' goal in the first two minutes, along with Kyogo's strike just before the interval, giving the Hoops a deserved lead here. It initially looked like the league leaders might blow hearts away. To be fair to the Jammers, they got back into it, but that is a killer goal. They have just conceded on the stroke of half time. It was a usual electric start from the Hoops. Rayo Atate thought he'd put the hoops in when 30 seconds curling the ball into the top corner it was a great save from Xander Clark in the Hearts goal but it was 1-0 after less than 2 minutes a nightmare start for the home side perfect for the away side Kai Rolls misjudged the ball Jota was suddenly in behind he picked out Aaron Moy with his perfect cross and the Australian turned it in expertly Hearts calmed down a little bit but Celtic were still on top their midfield three just popping the ball about Hearts first sniff of a chance was when Andy Halliday burst into the box he couldn't find a man and you wondered if that was the best chance that they might get but no Toby Sibick had a great opportunity he must have said it was a great attempt by him on the turn he thought he'd levelled it swivelling shot but it was a great save low down by Joe Hart James Hill the defender was then sliding out the ball uh, Hart was unhappy but Hill had every right to go for it and that was their best opportunity of the first 45 you have to say uh, before we were going in their hearts were in that game Celtic only had one other big chance when Rayo Hatate was uh, slipped through he's waiting for the ball to come down it took an age Xander Clark came out made himself big and it was a great block a few overhit passes from Hatate and Jota as well that meant there hadn't been more clear cut opportunities but just at the end there uh, Alex Johnson Celtics right back he's been in thorn in Hartside all game he got in again rifled it across and there was Kyogo Furuhashi as he always has been this season a back heel flick a beautiful goal which means it's 2-0 oh, yeah. and you talk about bad times to concede Roger it's terrible for Hearts isn't it and now they're going to have to stick or twist yeah game over Gabriel for me they lost a goal right at the start they lost a goal right at the end of the half and Hearts just simply do not have the attacking options today to get back into this cup tie Celtic have a great joy down that right hand side Jota getting away from Kyrolls Terrible defending by the Australian inside three minutes. Great delivery. Great finish by Aaron Moy. And then again, just in that area of the park, Alistair Johnson has been huge, right? Hugely impressive in the first half. Down that side, helping Jota. Lovely ball and the cutest of finishes from Kyogo at the near post. Hearts are not coming back from this. No, as we're saying here, Gordon, it is 2-0 to Celtic. They are in total control. His support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio, but we've got Gabriel and Roger at Tyne Castle. Roger, do you just get the feeling that second goal, the timing of it as well, has uh, sucked a lot of the belief out of the home fans? But it sucked the belief out of the home players as well, Gordon. They had a little spell, as you know, the Andy Halliday's cut back, the Greg Taylor got away. There was that double save from Joe Hart. There was the one Ginelli fired over the top, albeit the linesman's flag went up at that point. So they, they were edging back into the game. But that is a killer blow just before half-time. A great finish by Kyogo. And it's come again. It's emanated from that area of the park where Celtic are getting so much joy down the right-hand side. We were debating just two minutes before kick-off. A Hearts playing a five or a Hearts playing a four. I'm not sure Hearts know what they're playing because Kingsley doesn't know whether to stick or twist in that left wing-back role. The one-time Kai Rollins went out to help him. He hesitated and Jota flew past him and they are really struggling defensively. Did he stick or twist? I'm not even sure they've got enough on the bench to twist. Yeah, and particularly the nature of the second goal 
Roger, it's a, look, credit obviously Celtic are razor sharp We've seen it all season But Hearts at any level of football You're not really looking to allow A team to sort of take a throw in And, and not press them with any sort of Attention whatsoever They just switched off Gordon They thought they had repelled the initial danger Down in that far corner And they thought yeah, We've done quite well here And they just switched off As Celtic took the throw in Very quickly to Johnson Lovely delivery in Lovely finish by Kyogo Quarter final tie over can already look towards Monday night semi-final draw I mean Joe Hart has had to do his part though Roger it's Celtic definitely in front and deservedly so but a really top save or this game could be looking different at the break yeah it was it was a good save he was very alert he was very agile he was very brave getting down to it as well you know James Hill steaming in I think for the rebound there could easily have been penalised for a foul uh, he did well Celtic defensively uh, they've looked okay Carter Vickers maybe one moment where he was slightly too tight to a player but you know Greg Taylor covered in got away that cutback from Andy Halliday early on Johnson we've sung his praises he's been a real Asset to this Celtic team, and as you says, he's getting better and better with each game. And you know, d- down that right hand side, linking with Jota, that maybe shows why Leal Abada has been left on the bench this afternoon. Um, Mark Wilson feels Celtic should have had a penalty. Andy Halliday on Alistair Johnson. Was there much made of it in the stadium? Oddly enough, not. I do agree with Mark. We obviously haven't seen it again, Gordon. At the time, it did look like a penalty. If Andy asked the people deny seeing that, but no, I think he was guilty of that foul. I think it was a penalty. Quite surprised we don't obviously have VAR in all these quarterfinals. Didn't have it in Inverness last night, didn't don't won't have it at Falkirk on Monday night, but we do have it here. Castle this afternoon. Very surprised that Kevin Clancy wasn't at over to the pitch side monitor. They didn't seem to pass without incident. Celtic players didn't seem to pay much attention, but they do certainly pay attention in front of goal, as you've seen in that first forty five minutes. Two goals to the good. We'll get the second half next.